Hi, and welcome to Pot as a Woman. I'm Hello. Eli Oldberg. I'm Teresa Lee. And we're very excited this week. We're going to be talking about Breathing with Aaron Mallory Long. Yeah, it's good. This is your favorite song. This is one of my favorites. Oh, we didn't do, uh, yeah, that, that we, I missed something when we finished recording, I just realized, which we didn't rate the song The Ponytails. Oh, okay. So I'm going to have Aaron post it on Twitter later. Sure. But I rate this song Five Ponytails. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. what about you? I'm going to give it four. Four? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We don't have time to get into that right now, uh-huh. but I... Uh, I, yeah, it's a great song, and I'm really excited to talk about it. And it's an awesome conversation. Yeah. So uh, we, we talked a little bit about um, Ariana's tattoo at the very end. We'll we'll get more into it on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. There's some stuff we left out, but otherwise, we'll definitely. Well, also because there's just so much coming up, which we'll talk sure. we'll talk about later. So here's the episode. Uh, I'm so excited because it's one of my favorite songs on the album. Yes, this is a great song. Well, this is one of your favorite songs. I came around to it. No, wow. I like it. Oh, okay. I was like, oh. I, I, I like it, but I came around to it. Actually, no, I did too. Um, before we get into that, let's introduce mm-hmm. our lovely guest, Erin uh, Mallory Long. Hi. Hi. Hi Thank you so What's much up? for being here. Yeah, EML. Oh. <laughs> uh, you have two podcasts as well. Everybody in this circle has two podcasts. Yes, yeah. Oh, wow. It's just a two podcasts <laughs> or nothing <laughs> kind right, of circle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that SNL club where you have to be on, what is <laughs> exactly. it, five times or something or yep. more? Yeah, if you're I just, want yeah. that jacket. I want yeah. a smoking jacket. <laughs> two podcasts. And your two podcasts are Get Up On This. Yep. And... Uh, uh, and uh, friend, uh, there's a friends podcast. It's is it best of friends? Yes, it's called best yeah. of friends podcast. Yeah, which I've been doing for my entire life. I think since <laughs> I was four. Yeah, yeah. Because every <laughs> conversation you've had is just the best of friends yeah, podcast. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> How think far so. into it are you? We have finished Friends, and then we oh, watched wow. the entire season of series of Joey, two seasons. Whoa. <laughs> And then now we have restarted Friends. I feel like like that's wow. what's happening in my life. What is, right wow. now. What is the restart? <laughs> Um, conversation are you going over the same episodes again well because when we started the podcast we had three hosts and then um, our friend Krista moved to uh, Austin who like I just I want this on record I adore her yes I adore her <laughs> as Krista. well she's great um, but she moved to Austin and so then it was just like me and uh, my co-host Jamie Woodham and so we kind of like took off like the the end of the series just alone uh-huh. so we were like well now it's new like we've never done it alone we used to do two episodes of friends each episode of the podcast now we're just doing it one so we're doing like shorter episodes and oh, like just yeah. focused on one so it's gonna take us like another <laughs> 10 years to get through i feel like going through two seasons of joey would feel longer than going through all 10 seasons it was, of Friends. it was the hardest thing we've ever done i, believe I think it. yeah that's <laughs> That's I thought it only had one season. Yeah, me too. That's why. Me too. And then I was like, oh wow. Okay. Cool. And were they full seasons? <laughs> yeah. There was that show that Lisa Kudrow did. It full wasn't seasons. a real spinoff, but didn't wasn't she in one where she played like a has been oh, star? The comeback. Oh, the comeback. That's a great yeah. show. That's yeah. like that's... We we toyed <laughs> with the idea of that too. Like going off and looking at like episodes which I've never watched, the comeback which I love. Or episodes where I I feel like the nineties or they did a lot of crossover where yes. their friends people were in other shows. Yes. You could, and also like some of them have filmographies that Exactly. <laughs> and then at. we were just like, maybe this is too much. Because like, <laughs> also like Matthew Perry has been on like five failed sitcoms. True. Like yeah. you know, since Fr- like yeah. it's like, I don't know, this is a lot to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, we'll just watch Friends again. It's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> uh, and you're a huge Ariana fan. Yes. Oh, my God. I was actually, when I was driving over here, I was trying to think of, like, the moment when I realized that I was in love with her, and I don't know what that was. Ooh. But, like, something happened. 
I remember learning about her a while ago, like yeah. Nickelodeon and stuff. Like I remember learning about her. I remember seeing an article where she talked about like my hair's in a ponytail because it's all damaged from like having to dye uh-huh. it red yeah. all the time, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like you stick up for yourself, Ariana. <laughs> like I was like, th- like that was sort of a moment where I was uh-huh. like, yeah, I like her. She's cool. <laughs> I finally saw that picture when we did the first episode Elliot McElvain told us that there's a picture of her with the, with the damaged hair that you can oh. find online. If you Google it, if you just type it in, you'll find it. It's brutal. <laughs> it's really, it looks like, I mean, I also don't know how much of the picture, like where it's from exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. the part. I couldn't find uh-huh. the context of the picture. Yeah. But it for sure looks, the only way I can describe it is it literally looks like she put her finger in a socket. Like oh, it has that like, al- that, that fried. like fried frizz, uh, all, oh, all no. of it. It's just really like, it's pure static. Because oh, no. uh, I feel like, just I like I used to live in New York and I feel like even just in L.A., just living in L.A., my hair is so much more damaged than yeah. it ever used to be in New York. Is it because it's dry here? It's is like it? dry. It's like the sun beating on your hair, like dries yeah. it out. Like oh. it's like the water quality and stuff. Like it's like all these things that I like talk to like my hairdresser all the time about like, how do I fix my hair? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, like adding just LA and then also dyeing your hair like intensely. Like yeah. I feel like your hair is going to be like dead. Wow. I really, that like made me like hurt. Like I was For like, sure. Oh man, that's wow. painful. That's, I mean, I always know when I go back home, I'm from the East coast and whenever I go home in Fort Lauderdale and I like literally go to the beach, the Atlantic Ocean literally has healing properties. It's like crazy. <laughs> it, like, I'm, if I'm breaking out, I go in there. I literally, 10 minutes later, I come out and it's like I've been reborn. My, my skin is... of you. Yeah. It, it, and I remember like my... Um, you go in the ocean on, on the East Coast? Oh, yeah. Isn't it so cold? No, no not the always. Op- the, the, actually, the opposite. It's mostly warm. I just think the, about, about well, how cold the beaches in Jersey were. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just Jersey. Just yeah, Jersey. it's like only cold in Jersey. Oh, I guess you're yeah. down in Florida. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah South totally Florida, especially true. South Florida. That's where, when yeah. people say like there's no seasons, it's only in South Florida. If you go north of that, you, you'll get seasons. Yeah. Um, like by like Disney and stuff. Yeah, I don't know about those waters. I mean, some of those waters, like by Daytona Beach, apparently, there's like water snakes. I have no time <laughs> for that. Oh my that. God. I have no time for that. <laughs> Nope, I stay in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Palm Beach. Those are all the right. And, and you can only go in during certain, I mean, I don't know, like you don't go in at night because sharks straight up come oh. up like five, oh, f- five feet really? from me. Yeah, oh, especially during sense. like high tide. Yeah, they can. Oh my God. I, when I was a, when I was like, not a kid, probably a teenager, I was on the pier in Fort Lauderdale and I remember there was a helicopter that was shining like a spotlight down and you could see them swimming what? really close That's and it was like terrifying. yeah it was i was like oh my god i'm like you could like if yeah and and sometimes you'll see people at night kind of as a joke go really just really close into the water go in and kind of swim and i'm like that that's not no. a good no matter what the story behind that is it's not a good story <laughs> yeah like, no I, i'm not i'm not into that <laughs> I went, um i went to miami with my choir in like eighth grade and we snuck out at night and went to the beach but then we i didn't even know that the shark thing but i think we just like i just remember feeling a dread and i was like we gotta get out all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> oh my and god so like, maybe ocean. i felt the shark you maybe. probably did because yeah. it was like yeah like maybe like some sort of um instinct kicked in but i think i was just because i was like it was dark we were in the water and then i just remember like all i knew was movie sharks but i just felt yeah. like a yeah. sudden like well yeah they're fierce. not by the way it's Ugh. not like jaws isn't there no Those they're like little <laughs> but i just they, was yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. so dark it was and they're, scary. they're mostly from my understanding like nurse sharks and like right. very but oh, so they'll take care of me 
The, what? Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll, just, they'll just revive you. That's <laughs> that's the, yeah, they, they don't just get the name from anywhere. They're like, that. Know, they They're like the Pokemon that's the same one in all the hospitals, Cha- <laughs> Chauncey or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they, the Atlantic Ocean is very good for your skin, apparently. It's the oh. Gulf is the other side. Right. That's on west, the west coast of Florida. You can't see what you're swimming in, and I refuse. Yeah, that's I, true. It, it literally is murky water. Oh, gross. Yeah, and it's not from anything. It, it, that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, but I remember thinking, I'm like, I wouldn't even put my ankles in water oh. that I can't see. You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds... Yeah. Also, like, seeing the ocean at night, like, probably what you saw, it, it, it's, it looks... I don't know what other word to say, but that it looks unforgiving. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It, it's just expands the darkness. Yeah, it looks yeah. like once you go in, you're, you've, like, you're releasing a contract of all yes. safety. Absolutely. You know? sure. yeah. Water terrifies me. Like, open yeah. water scares the <laughs> yeah. crap out of me. Like, I'm like, I can't look at this. Yeah. I remember when people were when that movie came out about yes. the people who are stranded. Um, it was shot very crudely because I think it was shot on like a cheap camera, like a, like a digital camera or something before the technology was good. But people were like, "Well, it's a really slow movie." I'm like, "Well, what did you think was going to happen?" <laughs> it's trying to look at what would happen if you got out there. And let me tell you, it's fucking scary. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it, in that regards, it still slaps. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Um, so let's all breathe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, let's talk about breathing um, wait so uh, actually before we talk about it you said you, you said you weren't sure what the turning point was but were you like into her earlier albums and stuff or just, yeah. or just the radio singles no it's like I've always been like kind of like tangentially like into her I think but something like snapped in me and then I was like oh no I'm like all in on Ariana <laughs> yeah. Grande now like what? and I don't I really don't know what that moment was would you say it was pre sweetener or post sweetener? It was pre sweetener. Okay, because like a, I was like there all along moment. <laughs> yeah, because I was like very, I was very much waiting for sweetener to come out, and I was like yeah. very excited for sweetener mm-hmm. to yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah, you know, like absolutely. <laughs> well, I think Dangerous Woman was a pretty like yeah. That, that was that was uh, for some people that seemed to be the conversion album. That was her like arrival. Like I'm here. Yeah, um, yeah. it must have been around. It must have been around that time. I also just like I really like. I like when people have a style that's like, if you were a comic book character, that's what you would wear. Yeah. yeah. Like, and she just has like, yeah. just that like pony and like a sweatshirt and like, yeah. <laughs> like high boots. I'm like, great. I feel like, like that's why she embraces a lot. Of, you know, she's kind of, she's not like a hardcore anime fan. I know she's a studio, like she's really into the Miyazaki movies. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I think that that that's part of it. Yeah. And I, I think that she, she does definitely make it a point. Every album, is definitely an aesthetic. Yeah. Like, that is not a mistake. Mm-hmm. Every time I, because I, 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 I was thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, well, her first album is just her. Uh, same thing with actually My Everything. Both of those albums, when she, st- when My Everything came out, I remember with Problem, she, she would, she started with the boots. Mm-hmm. That was when the big boots mm-hmm. came in. Yeah. She had the, like, the, the white, the big white boots. And then, but then Dangerous Woman, she started with the little, with the bunny thing. Yeah. And then Sweetener, Ugh. it was like, I don't know, that taupe colored, whatever that right. is. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and and I remember she was experimenting with Low Pony when she did that interview. I yeah. think it was for Time. She did like a Low Pony and I was like, oh, I think we're going to get that on the next album. But nope, it's still, it's still High Pony season. <laughs> yeah, still High Pony season. We get a little Low Pony in the uh, breathing video though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, so that song is... It's the ninth track on the album, and mm-hmm. it was another one that. So 
You, did you like overall? You were a fan of Sweetener, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked it. I really like Breathing actually. I do too. Okay. Like for what you guys were talking about before, like I was like, oh, Breathe. Like you sent me Breathing, and I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is great. I'm wearing an anxiety necklace. I'm like, yes, we're ready to go. <laughs> I think I didn't realize like what it what I like. I knew what it was, but until I saw the music video, I didn't like connect to it so much. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, I'm fully on board. Like all the anxiety stuff. Like right. I think when I first heard it, it just kind of sounded like a pop song. To yeah. Me, but. For me, it was, I, I liked it when I first heard it. I liked it a lot, but I, I, what, when I went from like to love was when we went to the sweetener sessions. Oh yes, that's right. And she opened with it. Uh. And I don't know something about how she opened with it. It had like a real, because it, she just starts with her voice very low and then mm -hmm. it builds very mm -hmm. high and you can hear everyone singing along. It just had some kind of energy. And since I'd started listening to it after that, I was like, Okay, yeah, this is one of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, you just get really, like, you're like, every time it comes on now. And now that it's on the radio, I feel like I'm like, great, everybody knows. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. <laughs> I have this problem with pop songs, too, where, like, I will let them, like, wash over me, like, in a sound, and I won't necessarily be listening to lyrics. Yeah. yeah and so it's like... Once I click in and I can hear the lyrics and that's what happened with breathing, then I was like, Oh, I'm like all in on this. Like I like actually love this song. Like, and coupled with the video, I think too, like the video right. is actually like video's great. Really video yeah. is incredible. <laughs> yeah. The video is really good. And also I agree with that. Like most pop music has to sonically get to me before yes. mm -hmm. I even, th the lyrics are, I mean, they're important, but they very rarely get you on the first sweep. Yeah, you're totally. not, It's right. kind of like watching a movie. If you want to, if you watch it a second time, you're obviously going to have a different experience, totally. but it's really rare. One of the few exceptions was Thank You Next. That mm -hmm. was like every element of it. I was like, the, after the first time I heard it, I'm like, Okay, I have to listen to it 17 more times yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> but that's like uh, the opposite of Taylor Swift because all her songs are so catchy. But whenever you listen to the lyrics, you're like, this sounds like a 12-year-old wrote these. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's good. I'm not shitting on <laughs> no, her. No, but I'm I, saying, like, it's, it's like she goes for, like, um, pleasing rhymes, very simple um, words. Like, there's not anything very complex to her analogies or anything right. but it's fine it works um but but it, the songs are so catchy and so well written that you're just like whatever That's, yeah well there's definitely more of a of a until i would say i mean i have to give reputation another shot because when i first got into it i well i should say excuse me when i first listened to it yeah it didn't, it didn't i i didn't think it was i know a lot of people were not happy with it at the yeah. time it seems to almost already have been revised yeah because of the people are like uh, we were unfair, and I think some of that had to do probably with how well, she handled her, her politics too, and yeah. her image, yeah. And like, um, it also I like reputation. I, I can't. I'm really getting over extremely popular people doing things about haters. I'm like really getting. <laughs> I, I'm at the. I think I just realized that when that came yeah. out. I'm like, I think I'm at the end of my rope with this because yeah. the truth is, like, if you're at that level, you're gonna have them no matter what, and yeah. you, you're gonna be a. You, you know. Uh, and especially if people, if you're really well liked for a while, like it's just, there's going to yeah. be, I think Ariana just experienced that with seven rings a little, mm -hmm. right? you know, it didn't, yeah. it didn't hit super yeah. hard. That's what I was saying when we were, I feel like on the first episode we were talking, cause I was pre thank you next. I was like, Ariana's getting right. big now and she's going to cross this moment when like she becomes a household name to people who weren't aware of her and yep. then they'll very quickly 
make judgments on her. And also, I mean, she's going to do something that might have been cute before, but once you're on a really big stage, yep. you just have to like approach it differently. Totally. And totally. that happened to her. And also, I mean, the, the <clears throat> let's face it, the, the whirlwind engagement at the time was very cute and a cute narrative to, yes, to, to sure. jump onto. I mean, I was on board. I was like, but also in the back of my head, I was like, you two are in your mid-20s. I know yeah. exactly what yeah, happens yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you're in, when you're that age. Totally. Um, She's done a great job of kind of erasing that now because there's so been like four different news stories that have gone viral about I know. Since. Yeah, so well, now I don't think people think of Ariana Grande um, and Pete Davidson. I think now they're thinking of the tattoo, but you know. Yeah, no. Right. There will be something else. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. also. There will always be something, though. Pete seems to be doing okay as of this weekend. Oh, I mean. He, he <laughs> like, just... I talk missed about, it. What happened? Oh, talk about a flex. He literally just walked out of a nightclub or a, <laughs> uh, like some or SNL or something holding hands with Kate Beckinsale. Oh, wow. It's like the photo oh my God, is amazing, though. Yes, it like, is. Because she's literally like covering stuff. her eyes. She's yeah. like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. She's kind of like, shit. Like, yeah, and he's holding his... So though, funny. I will say one thing about her. This isn't the first... This is, this is like the third or fourth young guy, maybe the yeah. second, that she's dated back to back. Yeah. Like, she is living her best life like this totally is a, this is a woman who like she's 45 and killing it in yeah my i mean she is amazing like yeah. so funny. she she's looks like, she's amazing like, you know what? I wanna, I, she went yeah. to a stand-up show oh my god Dang. that's what i mean yeah the caption i saw was like leaving comedy club and i was like oh in no <laughs> oh no yep uh <laughs> Because once, also, I feel like once that happens, she's got, once they, whatever that stops, she's going to be like, yeah, I dated a comic once. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she's not going to totally. be, yeah. uh, which is, which is also where Ariana's probably at right now. She's like, yeah, I dated a comic. Yeah, and, totally, uh, totally, totally. It's funny when you see like some, you know, when people break up and then the date, the exact opposite of, mm-hmm. like Kate's gorgeous, but like her and Ariana are very different. Like, yes. Oh yeah. She's like a mature woman yep. and Ariana's like a little girl. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, what's really funny about both of these for him is it, 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 it works if we're talking from a publicity angle and this mm-hmm. is unfortunately this is more criticism on other people just to be clear like on the people who are who are watching and judging is sure, that sure. he's in this interesting position where whenever he's in a relationship with these people it looks so great and yes. he looks and everyone's rooting for him but when he's single it turns into like well that's the end of his dating life like yes. every time like <clears throat> yeah. it's un and that that is just to be clear, as a guy, the the biggest problem he's going to have probably <laughs> outside of obviously a lot of what he deals with is mental health. But like, yeah, I think that's so f- f- interesting where I'm like, yeah, well, when that's over, people are still going to be like, well, another another you're you're losing all your good ones, Pete. What's happening? You know, that's the image. I feel like a lot of people luckily people who are close to him obviously don't feel that way. Right. So I think he has to kind of keep his uh, like three arms length away from he's like he continues to date up but i think there's like the i I call it like the gateway hot girlfriend there's something i liked i don't know i coined i know i I know what you mean oh yeah like the first like not that because peter is like a good looking smart funny dude so yeah this is not to shit on him but like when we look at him and then like an a-list actress it's just you know i'm not this is no shade at all all (laughs) respect um, but yes, let's agree that there are certain p- types where we think like, oh, she's out of his league or whatever. Yes. And I think with guys like that who have like a lot of personality and are maybe generally thought of like, they could go either way. They could just be like a bum or they could be hot. Right. Well, as soon as like a very hot girl dates them. Yeah. Um, usually the first is someone with a little bit lower self-esteem or doesn't, uh, or has some sort of insecurity issues and that's why they go for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the first one, all the hot girls are like, okay, he's safe. Yeah. Totally. As soon as he's been seen with like hot totally. girl one, the gateway, 
everybody was like, cool, we all thought he was funny and cool, but we weren't sure if it would like make our image look bad. And this is, again, more on the woman, really. I'm not saying anything bad about the man. But I've seen this over and over with comedians. Yeah. It's all like high school shit, too. It's like as soon as as soon as someone is like seen as like, okay, then it's like everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm into that. Well, it also with comics, there is, you know, they know how to read a room. And so there's there's a certain level of charm i you know I, there's always that thing where they're like girls they say they want a funny guy which is a cr- ridiculous <laughs> like let's just we can we, that will throw in the recycle bin right now and uh and um but i do think that there's a certain engagement that that can pull off that definitely lets go whatever wherever the physical part is lacking yeah. if it's lacking no it sounds like it's not even about the physical it's almost just about the image right yeah. And then the worst to me, like Pete's obviously up there, but I'm talking about like just guys our age or whatever who aren't sure. on SNL. There's that energy. <laughs> you know? But, you know, there's this energy, especially in male comics who uh, who talk about themselves like they're like, oh, girls don't want to date me. And then yeah. that makes girls like almost in a way to make them like them more. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so like bumbling idiot. I yeah. don't know when girls are flirting. I can never get the hot yeah. girl. And can I tell you, when I see that, it drives <laughs> me through the fucking room. Like, yeah. Those are the guys who end up with the hot girls. And then yeah. every time when the girl, they break up, they're always like, well, of course like, we ended up. Yeah, like, yeah, she's so yeah. hot. And then they get all the credit. And then the next yep. hot girl comes along and is like, I'll save you. And it's just I like, know. they just date up and up and up and up. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is it is the worst. It's the um, worst. But I, hate, I yeah. hate watching it from the yeah. outside. It really yeah. makes me like want to walk into traffic. There's nothing I can't stand. <laughs> it whenever I see it. Luckily, I have <clears throat> been doing comedy long enough now that everyone's kind of in their groups and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you don't have to I feel like that's especially a thing that happens really early on in comedy. Yeah. When everyone's newer to comedy and they learn, they're like, oh, ooh, I can pull this. I can uh-huh. pull this trick. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I used to have a joke about it because two of the, my exes ended up dating like Instagram models after me. <laughs> oh and like, of course, I, but I did it like tongue in cheek because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a regular gal or whatever. By the way, but that's I, a downgrade in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> like, any any kind of, you know what I mean? No, like, one of them was also a ballerina. So, wow. Yeah, there's no, there was like, literally I'd show her picture to people and they'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> cool, okay. I'm so sorry. Like, but I mean, it was mostly a joke that I'm like, I have a gateway hot girlfriend because it's like, I know, whatever, we're all, and also looks don't matter. But um, it's just funny when you go from like, hey, when Do I, they? <laughs> well, it's funny when you go from like, oh, this guy has a personality and I like him to like, oh, he's like full on just dating hot models now but yeah. he like would play up that you know oh, I'm, I don't know I don't know my way around girls oh when people <laughs> when, when people start dating they for sure have this thing in their mind that are like is this a flex on my previous relationship yeah uh-huh. they, they, it, it's not gonna make or break everything but it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like it's just like seasoning on the meal for them if they can if they can it's yeah. awful um so let's well I guess also what's funny about it though is for a lot of people were concerned when they broke up. They were like, oh, is he going to be okay? Because right. he has a lot of, yeah. you know, she's spinning this in a lot of ways. And he really has an interesting, like, way of having to navigate that. Because now, and this this is the only thing that bothers me is that he's talking a lot about it a lot on stage. But people are documenting that every fucking time he goes yeah, on stage. Yeah. I'm like, this dude's trying to yeah. build an hour probably. And he can't do it, in, yeah. you know, just at the club. Someone has totally. to report on it. So... It's like not only does he have to try the bits out about the relationship, but he has to like do it in a way where the joke has to be ready to go. He has to almost like probably run it by other people. I don't know. Right. He's been doing it long enough now. Maybe he trusts himself. Right. But like 
it's one of those things where he has to, it almost has to be great out of the gate. Yeah, because right. people aren't just judging um, the joke, they're also judging the content and his point of view. Right. Which right. Was, and it was like strange at the beginning of this season of SNL because like they were together and he was like mentioning her like every second. And yeah. then it was just yeah. like, oh, what's going to happen now? Like, what are you going to do, buddy? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he had, to, he, he had also no, never in the history of SNL has anyone had to on Weekend Update being like, I just want to address my breakup. Yeah. I, I wish her the best. <laughs> so and I was crazy. Like, what a fucking circus. And that's so weird. <laughs> and SNL probably had the best numbers they ever had in ages yeah. from that one segment rather yeah. than like Absolutely. David Pumpkins or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so uh all right so breathing let's talk about it yeah um the song so this when i'd asked you about sweetener like you know the album's kind of split in two Mm -hmm. it's 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 a pharrell album and then it's a max martin and Ilya album as far as the producers go Mm -hmm. um because this song was okay so this was Produced by Ilya, who produced, mm-hmm. which is so funny that all of the radio hits from this album were not Pharrell songs except for The Light Is Coming. But that wasn't even yeah. a radio song. That was a promotional single. That is apparently. interesting. Yeah. So Breathe In, No Tears Left to Cry. And also when you talk to people, most of the f- their favorite songs on the album tend to be the Max Martin Ilya ones. Yeah. I, I have it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like the sole exception where I think Successful is my favorite song on the album. <laughs> Though, That's very the, interesting. Yeah. Well, that one just kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it, I mean, it, I like Successful, but the, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Also, the song's kind of nonsense. Yeah. Like, it's such a... The, the, <laughs> I, I love the empowerment, but I don't know what it is about it. I could just listen to it every time, and yeah. I'm like, this is a great song. Um, this is in my top three. Okay. Breathing. But it was... So it was produced by Ilya. It was also written by him, Grande... Um, Savan, um, I'm not going to try and pronounce his last name, and Peter Sevenson. And it's interesting that Max Martin wasn't involved in this mm. one because he, they, yeah. usually they work in pairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly with Ariana stuff. By the way, when her album drops on Friday, I did, when I went down a wiki rabbit hole, they do have some songs credited on this album. Oh, okay. So oh. I'm convinced there are some sweetener B sides on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's There's interesting. Um, so the song, this is in Ariana's own words on Jimmy Fallon, what the song was about. <laughs> Right out the gate, she says, breathing is about breathing. (laughs) (laughs) And there's an ellipsis, which means she paused after that gem of a statement. Yeah. Wow. I kind of want to go back and watch the Fallon clip just to see if anyone in the fucking audience loses their mind over this. It's about breathing. Yeah. Breathing's about... Breathing. Um, <laughs> it would have been great if she followed it up with, she's like, so the respiratory system. Right. Is a, yeah. <laughs> so here's what happens when you chart. take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> so, so after the ellipsis, it says, breathing is about breathing when you're anxious. It's about anxiety and feeling like you can't get a full breath. It's like the worst feeling in the whole world. It's a song about that feeling. I was having lots of anxiety attacks. We were in the studio. We were writing. And I was like, oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> And they were like, we're going to write this song. And I was like, okay, I still can't breathe, but we'll write it. Oh, my God. That is the funniest thing. I Because now I'm picturing, yeah. like, you know, Max Martin or Ilya in this case. She's like, I can't breathe. He's like, well, let's write a song about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh like my Ariana's God. having, like, a panic attack. And they're like, we're going to write a song. It's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. don't worry. I feel we'll like there's, do you think this is real? This kind of rings a little bullshitty to me. Like, I sometimes feel like, I'm, I do think she's involved with a lot of the songs, but just the, the version of this story, I feel like yeah. it's some sort of, like, either the real version is maybe too dark or something, like, maybe she was having, like, something well, terrible. Well, it's, it's Manchester-related. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but so just the fact that she's like, I was in the studio, couldn't breathe, so we wrote it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's, that's what I mean. I kinda, yeah, it's an easy 
reason or something. <laughs> like it's like an easy answer. Like yeah. okay, yeah. There, there's been kind of. Uh, uh, this is a bit of a reach, but it, it, there's been a lot of people talk about now how late night talk shows don't have the they don't really have a purpose anymore. Because, yeah, right. because, you know, back in the up until really the early 2000s, it's <laughs> what people watched before bed or yeah. what people would just watch to know what was going on in the world. Yeah. And we didn't have podcasts. So you, that's the only way you could like those right. five minute interviews, the only right. way you could understand the person exactly so it's and it's really smart of fallon to literally just give her the whole hour usually when she's on the show with the exception of doing performances maybe she will she's literally a guest musical guest yeah co-host like Mm -hmm. all these different things and um and like when so i feel like when she's on there she's giving these really pop Mm -hmm. like these the, the answers that you would give 20 years ago on right. these shows. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Like, True. She needs to be on it. I would love to hear her on a podcast. Like, oh, yeah. Totally. Conan has a, a podcast now with his show, like yeah, companion piece. So I could see, like, one day, like, celebrities, like Ariana level doing I feel that. like when she, after, because my take on her career, career trajectory is going to be when she takes a break from albums. For a while, I was thinking, oh, she's going to act. She's going to act again. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know what? No, she's going to do Broadway because, one, yeah. she's got the chops oh, for it. Oh, that's interesting. And, two, she's a huge theater nerd. Yeah, she yeah, loves yeah. musical theater. That's and interesting. so she will sh- for sure be top-lining Wicked and then doing some Such other... Such a good idea. Yeah. yeah. She's for sure... I, <laughs> and so when she gets that period, I do think she's going to start doing podcasts or like doing those interviews yeah. where sure. we're really going to get what we're talking about right now yeah. and, and how much bullshit it is. She already does like, she's already like very like open on Twitter. Like she yeah. already like her, twi- which is why I love following. I follow almost like no celebrities on Twitter, but I like love following her. Yep, I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, this is great. I love yeah. when she just takes a fan's thing and she goes, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'll, or she'll just put, I, and nothing else. <laughs> just, just anything. I'm just like, you are the best. I don't know. Like, yeah, I know. And I, and I never, I always think I'm going to hit like a point where I get very tired of when she's like, no, I love you. Yeah. And I'm like, can you stop saying that? But in my head, I'm like, no, keep saying it. Yeah. Like, like I love it. Just keep doing it. Totally on board. Um, okay. So, and then also she, so the song, by the way, opens with something interesting. I didn't, re- I never paid attention to it. There's like a, I guess we should listen to it, actually. I'm going to pull it up. But there's a verse that the song pulls up that... um, Here, let's play it right now. Okay, so that. We'll go back to that in a second. Oh, I didn't even know those were words. So, (laughs) (laughs) there's devil worship in this song. Yeah, Yeah. and I didn't realize it came up multiple times. Yeah, that I just realized that it came up again in the middle of her singing. So, um, for everyone listening, there's a part that is. Read in reverse, essentially. They they took some line. So the the actual line is, but tonight's your special night to do something magic. Um, 
if you read it, it but when it's on when you listen to the song apparently they they played it backwards wow yeah they did what like Missy Elliott they put their thing down flipped it yeah, and flipped reversed it. Flipped it. <laughs> did reverse Ariana it. do 9-11 that's um, amazing yeah it is it is really like and this is the story behind it a fan on Twitter claimed the reverse audio was a sample of Ariana's late grandfather Frank Grande who appeared on her August 2013 track Daydreaming. Many publications ran with the story. <laughs> However, Ariana debunked the rumor, tweeting, "That voice is a random grandfather." Or no, no, sorry. <laughs> 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 It's not my grandfather, but I, you guys I, yeah, got yeah. it. A it's random just, grandpa. We just, we just picked up a random grandpa. <laughs> and, uh, uh, she went on to say, um, tweeting, that voice is a random sample. She went on to say, this sounds like Space Mountain, not my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird... This is like the roast of whoever said that. <laughs> that She's sounds like, like Space Mountain. Yeah. Oh my she God. Didn't, so it doesn't specific. sound like a person. It sounds no. like a roller coaster at Disney. <laughs> um, it's so... Um, it's... Uh, funny when fans have these fan theories because like when you hear it for the first time as like just another fan you're like oh my god is that true yeah like oh, very rarely is something that like if someone with too much time on their hands um, like just came yeah. up with a theory very rarely totally. is that true like it's just always like oh I've tracked the numbers down and, yeah. and then like there's a poster <laughs> on a wall in seventh grade yep, and yep. Uh, that poster is the same guy as this, and you're like what the fuck <laughs> it's yeah and, and she so she responded where it came from was uh, she said she revealed she didn't know what the sample was, <laughs> writing, I don't know. I, oh, by the way, this is a, this is a tweet, so it's going to be written yeah. in, in her shorthand. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just liked it. Ilya pulled it up and was like, and I was like, that's sick. Put that in there. <laughs> LMFAO. It's like eight O's. <laughs> so, I mean, the, so there is, that's the only thing that I could say that bothers me is when, because yeah. that's such a dismissive way for a song that we all feel really connected yes, to. Yes, yes. But at the same time, I guess that's kind of the beauty of it is like you can take your own interpretation of all this stuff. I do think it has an aesthetically pleasing, like I, it, to me, what I when I would hear it originally, I thought it was some kind of NASA thing, like a like a landing on the moon, yeah. you know, saying hmm. something along those lines. I didn't I didn't think it was like a cryptic backwards <laughs> devil worshipped you know whatever that that like this this thing where it's like oh you have to interpret it i thought it was like oh it's just like you know because the song is about like being up in the clouds so i thought yeah. well, maybe it's right. just like a transmission or something right i usually take things very kind of like surface yeah <laughs> yeah especially in like pop songs uh -huh. like i'm usually like i can't really get into a conspiracy <laughs> theory about <laughs> this like this sounds good. That's fine. Could you like, imagine if someone was like, well, we've played it backwards and we've done the research and it turns out that she's part of a cult. That she's, right. that I believe that. When you play it backwards, it's a brainwash. Oh and my God. Uh, she's part of the Illuminati or something. Have you heard the, uh, I can't remember if I told this on the podcast, but she, um, Ariana like used to be, she maybe still is, but she used to be really into like ghosts and demons. Oh my God. And she has an interview with Soundbite where she, um, talking about how she drove past this like very haunted place i think it's in missouri it's like the devil's gate or something like that and she said um they wanted to go on a day off yeah and she said she got possessed and her phone was like <laughs> she said she got a picture of a ghost on a phone and then like her phone kept glitching and she kept seeing the number six and then so she had to delete it and oh i was like what God. are you talking about <laughs> it's like insane and I mean, she's like the pope won't fly over it which is true the area <laughs> that she's talking about oh but, I, the pope won't fly over it yeah Wow, what? that's great. Well, okay, so I'm into that. Yeah, 
couple things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she is still a fan of that stuff because she she was remember she was just talking about yeah. Hollywood Hill House how it's one of the greatest yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Pope, I just have to say the Pope doesn't assessment. fly over something. Doesn't that mean he is a devil worshiper? Like, if you acknowledge a devil, I don't know. Do, do, I guess if you're Christian, you believe in the devil. Do you believe yeah, in the devil? You just believe in the devil. I yeah, think, I right? Guess, like, I guess you believe you believe that the devil exists. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You believe that he in exists means that he's like. Then you're giving him that power. Team Satan. Yeah. Yeah. So he. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she was right, by the way. Haunting of Hill House was incredible. I just want to uh-huh. say that on record. But uh, I thought it uh, was a lot better than Hereditary. That's my take. Anyway, <laughs> just <laughs> dropping little shade. But yeah, she. I, I think she is still into that stuff. I know she's really into like uh, horror movies, I think. And well, she's into that and, and Spirited Away. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Oh, so those are like the main away. things. No, I do too. I love Spirited uh, I saw Spirited Away. It's my away. favorite Miyazaki it, film. That, mine too. Yeah, I saw that in high school. I worked at a movie theater that didn't get it, but we, and I was like, I heard it was so good that I paid, I drove to Boca Raton. Oh my God. I just realized this is where wow. Ariana was born. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Well, Maybe what, it was the same theater she saw it yeah, in when um, she was eight years old. Oh my God. That could be very possible. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I saw it and loved it. Not a lot of people were in the theater and I walked out like literally feeling transformed. I was like, I was uh-huh. like spiritually moved by that movie. So I was spirited oh, so away. <laughs> I love Sorry, it. Guys. I can't uh, just, yeah. yeah it was so good. So and then I went across the street to Jamba Juice, which was just making a name for itself. Wow. <laughs> Got a strawberry banana um, smoothie, whatever. I forget what it was called at the time, but I drove home and I was in such a good mood and I don't know why, but Peaches and Cream came on. That was like a big song at the time. Oh my God. And I was singing along to I was like, I don't know. I just felt so alive that evening while going down I 95. That's so nice. What a nice memory. Yeah, yeah. It's a a weird thing where you can remember that you remember everything about it so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a specific, like naming the song really puts you in that time period. Yes, totally. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that song they sang that was like, if you're sexy and and you know it, clap your hands? Yeah, that's on the same album. That's oh my God. That's the opening Grinded with so many people to that song. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally saying. Um, so, okay, what else do we got on this? So we're going to oh, we're gonna do our favorite thing now, by the way, which is we've already kind of started it. Um, we got to fill you in, though, which yes. is that we go through the Genius.com annotations. Oh, great. I was like watching. I was listening to it on Spotify, and I was reading like the ones some that the come ones, up. Yeah, yeah, some of the ones that made the cut. Yes. Um, and... Oh boy, there are some real doozies on oh this one. Oh my god! Some of them are a little more serious on this one yeah. because I think the song is such a serious song. Like there were ones, by the way, where like I think it was on the the blazed or one of the early tracks where they're just like she just says the word love and they're like, well, love is known to be you know like <laughs> like it breaks down what the Merriam-Webster's dictionary right. like definition is. So. Um, all right, so we have uh, you take my cares away. I can so overcomplicate. People tell me to medicate, which is a really fucking deep I like lyric. That line. I know. I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, and um, and the speculation from Genius was that um, it, Mac Miller is the person she's referencing. Mm-hmm. Is this a dig at Kate Beckinsale? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, <laughs> medicate. Oh my god. No. In the first pictures of Ariana after the news of the bombing, she can be seen getting off the plane and emotionally embracing Miller, um, which is wild. Ugh. I didn't realize that. Because I know it happened after the concert ended as people were leaving. Right. But um, I didn't realize she was already like, she had already left. Yeah, that's crazy. And um, at the time, well, also. Oh, so she wasn't at the concert anymore? No, I mean, she wasn't She wasn't backstage apparently. Because I, I don't know what the turnaround time was before huh. from when the concert ended to when it happened. 
but I know it wasn't right away. It was like people God, were yeah. still exiting, Ugh. but it was still like they had been trying to leave for a while. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, because here's the other yeah. thing about concerts that are not in the U.S. Whenever people tour internationally, mm-hmm. it's a weird thing where there's no middle class. You either can do it and make so much money because the fan bases yeah. are so rabid, mm-hmm. or you like you tour small clubs and apparently lose money, but oh, do it before you your fans. Like yeah. More, yeah. Because yeah. you still have fans there, but it's not the same, you know, the, yeah. the, the rooms are so much smaller. They can only right. play so much, but like, you know, when, when they, when they play the arenas there, <clears throat> I believe it's the O2 arena or the, is the big, mm-hmm. big kind of chain. Mm-hmm. Um, those seat way more than they do here. I think, I think they seat like 24,000. Wow. It's actually not that far, I guess off from like staples and all that, but it's wow. like, really so and they do multiple nights and so i imagine getting out of there takes a lot longer yeah for sure Sure. and so and so she uh yeah so i can't but for her finishing up yeah she probably just goes straight to i don't know if you guys ever been backstage of an arena or a stadium or any kind Um, of um i went to my one of my friends from high school is like a huge he's like one of the number one stars in like amsterdam singer so i went to a concert and we went backstage in amsterdam yeah Oh, <laughs> but it wasn't an arena, but it was like one of those big theater kind of places. Most wow. of these places, I, I've, I've only been in them because when we did the comedy stage at Warp Tour, oh, they, yeah. what they do is Warp Tour is usually in the parking lots of these arenas <laughs> and that because they can put all the stages. Yeah, and oh, that's funny. And then you go to where are you from, Aaron? Uh, upstate New York. Oh, OK. What, what part? Schenectady. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. That's the what my freshman room is. Yeah, right? the place beyond the pines. I remember we had a discussion about yeah. this because <laughs> I, I hate that title as a for a movie title. Yes, totally. So much. Um, so what it's was, not what's, a good movie what's title. The big, yeah, also, not really a great movie, no. if I'm being honest. It was partly filmed at my high school, though. So. Oh, and, I mean, in Schenectady. Like, everyone was like, oh, my God, Ryan Gosling's here. So what, <laughs> but I wasn't the, living there at the time. <laughs> Uh, what was the so what's the big like arena or amphitheater there um there's an arena in um albany oh okay. um that's god what's it called now i think it's called the times union arena it used to be the pepsi and then it used to be what i know it as is the knickerbocker arena oh great name yeah um so i i'm, I'm trying because i'm trying to think if we did what part of upstate new york we were at we were at i remember we were in buffalo uh-huh is that far yeah that's far oh, okay so, it's like yeah, seven I, hours west geez yeah well we definitely did something new york's a real cool. long state like it has oh, a yeah. long snout we did like five maybe stops. saratoga maybe spac oh no we drove through there though i oh, believe yeah. um that's like an outdoor like big thing yeah it's a Saratoga Performing Arts Center. It was so that's where you see Dave Matthews Band in high school. (laughs) So we did do Jones Beach, which is in Long Beach. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jones Beach is amazing. It's incredible. So it's that's the same thing. We were in the parking lot. Um, and then what happens is you go to the amphitheater for catering. So the actual stage oh. or that arena area, it, there's some exceptions. Sometimes they'll use the amphitheaters to also have the smaller stages. Yeah. But um, so what they'll do with these arenas is in the back, you'll have like a lot of showers, especially if it's also it doubles as a sports arena. Oh, interesting. There's yeah. obviously locker rooms, but you, you use those showers. Mm-hmm. Um, you use like the, the caterings back there, but it's like a maze of offices and Oh, th- like so so the artist usually gets their own room and then the like the dancers the musicians they get a separate room yeah um the opener gets a completely different area uh, but they all and then they have their tour bus so depending on what she's at her level 
she must have zero reason to hang out. Yeah, she totally. Just be, she, I bet, I bet she doesn't even have a bus. She probably just goes on a on a jet. Totally. Yeah. Like so has another show to get to anyway, too. Right. Like, exactly. It's just like some, some appearance. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She sleeps on the plane and wakes up in the next. Yeah, whatever the next damn. city is. Yeah. So I, I realized when you were describing a backstage area, I was just picturing the movie Almost Famous. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, now I know where we are. <laughs> yeah. Sure, I can picture that now. Like, as if I've been backstage. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been backstage with my good friends. Oh, you know, Everyone in Almost Famous. <laughs> I haven't mentioned this. There's there's a, well, we've talked about it before on here, but she did the, da- the Dangerous Woman Diaries is mm-hmm. on YouTube Red. Yeah. And they made the first episode free. I just got a trial to YouTube Red, so now, Ooh, I, now I have oh, to go nice. watch the other three episodes yes. and report yeah. back. She, so, uh, but on those, you can see a little bit of that, of her, like, you know, because uh, I did start watching some of the second episode, or one of the episodes where she performed Greedy, which is oh, nice. my favorite song Love from Dangerous that. Woman. Yeah. Oh, and the dance routine they did in the Dangerous Woman tour for that is incredible. Uh, First off, it's the, the greedy, the scream at the beginning happens, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of fake money explodes into the audience. <laughs> they, they literally fire money cannons. Oh, my God, that's It just funny. goes, poof, that's and everybody amazing. loses their mind. Yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. Is. And then her and two dancers behind her do like a, a little a little leg jig that's very good. I highly recommend. <laughs> I got to watch it. Look, she, the performance is all over YouTube, but it's, yeah. that, that gives you like the best, obviously the best seat in the house for wow. it. Wow. But you can watch someone who recorded it from like, you know, section 103. Totally. In the arena. Um, by the way, are you going to any of the sweetener tour? Did you get no, tickets? No, I didn't get tickets because I'm an idiot. It was just, it was really like a thing where like my husband and I have this problem where we just buy concert tickets constantly. Like we're just constantly oh. like going to shows and like doing, so it's like when it ends up being like a big stadium tour, we usually miss out on those. Cause we're like busy oh. buying like tickets to Jenny Lewis sure. at the Palladium. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, we're busy that night. Like, well, so I didn't. That's I didn't a, get tickets. That's one of the. That's a good LA problem, in my opinion. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, because this is one of the few cities where you can see bigger names in smaller venues. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah, that's which true. sometimes can be a bit detrimental, but not always. It yeah. depends on who it is. Because I also I just went to a show at the Wiltern, and I realized I'm like, this is an aesthetically pleasing place that sounds awful. Yes, it's it's just, so hard <laughs> to see a show at the Wiltern. I yeah. mean, I like love it. It's like. Cool, it's nice to sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're but, sitting there, yeah. but yeah, if you're like, I know I, it's so the sound is so echoey, yeah. and oh. it doesn't. I don't know. It's just not good. I know. Um, and it's a Live Nation venue, so I'm just putting that out there for anybody. <laughs> just think about when you go to a Live Nation. Uh, yeah, I just saw Mitski at the Will Turn, and I was like, oh no, I want to like that sold hear out better. so fast. Yeah. Well, we. I mean, this yeah. is what I mean. Like, we just all we do is buy concerts. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then I'll always be like, but Shawn Mendes and Ariana Grande are touring. Why can't I see them? Because yeah. it's like we haven't remembered big things. And yeah. It's like just small things. Well, also, there's a very like I've noticed now. No matter who's playing at any like staples forum whatever the big mm-hmm. the big stadiums are um they're not cheap no yeah they rack they're up not. and there's no am, am i i just realized in saying that is there any amphitheater left in town because there used to be hmm. a lot of huh, like yeah. there was gibson for a long time which was in the universal which was in city walk what's the one oh. now? well the one in irvine closed really wait the one the is like the verizon or something mm-hmm. closed oh closed. i didn't wow. know that i want to say dashboard that. there and the, uh, third, oh, eye blind. third eye blind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got rained out the first time, so we had to drive back again. Oh my god! When they yeah, it. those are. I mean, that's the thing. Like amphitheaters also can seat a lot of people, but I feel like those were always intended as like the 
the a, a middle ground of arena and like it I, I don't know it's the only ones where it makes the concert affordable because usually the launch yeah they're like cheap. 30 bucks totally yeah, yeah and so and you still have the screens there and, and it's still like a fun thing yes. to watch but that i feel like specifically in la that doesn't seem to exist they, they did build an amphitheater in orange county somewhere not far from mm-hmm. irvine or i guess that's the one that's now kind of becoming the one but I haven't heard anybody use it or like it's either people go to like the Santa Barbara Bowl. It's just yeah, weird because I'm like, the, yeah. I'm like, I guess there's just no fucking room for an amphitheater in LA or LA adjacent. It's yeah. it's kind of wild. Um, so, but yeah, the tickets to the Sweetener Tour, whether it was Staples or Forum, were not cheap. Yeah, I bet. I um, bet. My mom bought a ticket. She's going by herself in Miami. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. That's okay. I helped her. I helped her buy the ticket on 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 Ticketmaster. That's I was like, amazing. This. And she got like, so she's in like not the upper bowl or the lower one. You know that like small middle one they always have in amphitheaters. Uh-huh. She has the front row of one of oh, those. Oh, that's great. So I told her I'm like that's actually probably a better seat than if you were in the lower. Yeah, that's bowl great. Back. Straight down. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I can't wait. She's like, yeah, she's adorable. She has a she has this high ponytail. <laughs> I like her song. She's like, I can't Duh. wait to see this. I'm like, hell yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's um. So okay, uh, let's see. Uh, the next lyric we're gonna go through is um. Oh, by the way, there was actually, in writing about how Mac Miller was the first person to greet her when she got Mm -hmm. off the plane, she also, apparently, Mac seemed to have been a calming force for Ariana's anxiety. In his track, Dunno, speculated to be penned about Ariana, he states, and you, you got to work harder, I can calm you down. So that's interesting. Yeah. It also, by the way, I'm going to, every time we talk about a song on here now, I can't help but bring it up. It's the most interesting thing about Sweetener to me is that it was sold as a this was a last minute pete davidson album mm-hmm. and now it has clearly become just the song pete davidson was about pete totally and like totally. And a lot of these were mac miller songs like she was working on this when they were together totally how could it not be though that's what yeah. like it's like that didn't make sense to me it, like it being all about pete doesn't make any sense to me like right. it didn't make right. sense to me at the time like it was work. like that doesn't work out <laughs> yeah yeah and also if they were that would be like even make the this breakup even yeah. weirder because it'd be like Everything, this is yeah. some codependent shit yeah like, totally it's totally. weird how we quantify because I <coughs> I think the word codependent at this point or or any form of that has become people try to like almost add an endearing thing to it yeah where people are like <laughs> yeah you know I'm just gonna uh, you know I'm codependent <laughs> you know like that that kind of or people kind of make a joke about it on Twitter or yeah. like they'll kind of yeah. be self-deprecating about it and I'm like why don't no this is a problem yeah. you can't be uh-huh. alone let's talk about this <laughs> let's yeah. examine this yeah and I'm, I'm I'm very happy that she is doing that where she's like I'm not dating I'm yes. really not dating though now that Pete's dating I do wonder yeah, if she's, she's like gonna have Flex pretty soon. Has she had any comments about it? Probably not. No, I don't think she will. I think she because I think she is kind of. But knowing her, I think she'll have some sort of like subtle response. Yeah, she'll have a move, but it may not be outwardly towards him. But it'll be a move, some like emoji, and we'll be like, oh my god. Because I think she had she was waiting to see what he was also going to talk about on stage, and none of it has been. bad on her in any way shape or form all he just had a joke about the the big dick energy thing and that Mm -hmm. was like uh and it's a good joke uh it's just like uh, you know and so i think that she's gonna keep it chill yeah 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 she'll be good hopefully i just when i think about like celebrities and stuff like i'm like this seems like a nightmare like it seems like a nightmare (laughs) to have to live your life like this 
Like, Absolutely. Anytime I find myself talking about celebrity relationships, I'm like, this is horrible. Right. How do they have to live with it? <laughs> like, cause like they could be like Pete and Ariana could be like texting and be totally chill. We don't know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I think about that all the time. I'm like, this is so weird. Like it just must yeah. be so bizarre to live in that life. And like Ariana, I feel like had like, maybe like more time to get used to it and like more like things. And then it's like for someone like Pete, who's like all of a sudden it's like that weird looking guy on SNL, like we're paying all of our attention on him. Like, and then it's like this Kate back. It's just so weird. Like it's so like, but they get to be famous. Everyone's obsession with celebrity is so strange or like when people break up and they're like i can't believe in love anymore and i'm like really yeah, yeah it's like, like well yeah for this month you're allowed to think that way that's how i've yeah. always when, whenever someone's i'm like i'm like look you're always in a sweet window when you first break up there's one thing i always take comfort in whenever whenever i'm, I'm on i'm in that part of the equation which yeah. is that i know i can eat whatever the fuck i want i can bail <laughs> on anything i can i literally yeah. can just do what i want and i'm like why aren't i living my life like this in general yes to begin with live your life like you just got out of a breakup <laughs> without the sad part stitch it on a pillow yeah <laughs> because you do you do have this thing where you're like you're just binge watching something yeah you're eating like literally tubs of ice cream or whatever it is you know like for me it's fried food and like you just really and you don't you're not sorry about That's it. That's yeah. dude breakup. I mean, for me, I'm like trying to get as hot as possible, as quick as possible. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, hold on. That's a dude, that's a dude breakup for a month. After that, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. Because I'm like, all right, I just broke up, go to the gym, post a bikini pic. Like, that's my go-to. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> like, I need to put a sports bra on right now. Ice cream. <laughs> What's funny is after, I think a month after my, my last breakup, that's when I got into that mode. Yeah. I, I immediately, I was like, I was like, all right, signing up for a cardio boxing class. Yeah. Gonna uh-huh. do this other thing. And I, I have to do like when I when I do get into that mode, it's I'm I'm definitely doing like high intensity cardio. It's never like I'm never just pumping weights being like, I'm gonna get in fucking <laughs> great shape. And, you know what I mean? I'm like running yeah. or elliptical yeah. or but you know, something where it requires a lot of immediate focus. Yeah. That releases a certain type of endorphin for me. Mm-hmm. As an Aquarius, I'm just kidding. As, <laughs> <laughs> uh, though I was told that in my birth chart, apparently that oh, like that kind oh. of later on it was like confirmed. like motivated. Yeah, it didn't. Stuff. It didn't actually. I was already doing that, but it, yeah. it like confirmed that when I did my birth chart. So interesting. Um, um, I want to right. talk about the lyrics. Yes, a little bit. please. And well, speaking of breakups and anxiety, I mean, breathing is all about anxiety. Um, actually, it's pretty simple lyrics, but I feel like she really captures that feeling, you know, because she goes. Um, uh, so here's feel my blood running where the sky has fallen how do I know if this shit's fabricated oh time goes by and I can't control my mind don't know what else to try but you tell me every time and then she goes into the chorus um, it's just like it's just about like I mean most people have had panic attacks I feel like but yeah. if you've never had one I feel like she really captures the feeling of like when you're in it and you know it's happening like, yeah it's not yeah. just like describing it later but the fact yeah. like mm-hmm. oh I'm about to have one and like there's a self awareness to like okay the world's closing in and I, I don't can't control yeah. anything and it just you got to like just go through it you know Th- yeah. that line of um how do I know if this shit's fabricated is like yeah. that's the one that like stabs me in the chest <laughs> like yeah. same like, literally oh, same <laughs> because for me like I remember one time I had this really bad like I had this like real state anxiety which is so. Like, I, I remember this is how I learned about this shit was from this one night. I had this really bad anxiety happening where it just kept me up all night. I did not sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I literally, it, it, I remember towards the end of the night, like as it was becoming morning, 
at some point I was like, well, this is just going to be the night and I'm going to have a <sighs> shitty day. Yeah. And that actually leveled me out more than anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I remember talking to my therapist about it at the time and she said, she's like, yeah, she goes, well, it's not like, she's like, there's, there's different levels of anxiety. And when it's like a state anxiety, you, 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 the things that normally calm people down, aren't going to calm you down because you're in this very specific mode. Yeah. And so I remember after that, I kind of had to like, it actually affected how I would deal with things before going to bed. Interesting. Because otherwise I wouldn't, I'm like, cause I, I was like, I don't want to experience that again. And I remember the next yeah. day when I was like running on what an hour of sleep, I was like trying to get through the day. And I remember somewhere at some point during the day, whatever the anxiety was, the, the, the problem had been solved. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this was never a big deal. Yeah. And it yeah. fucks you up, man. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Like, so, um, reading that, like, well, uh, do you have the, um, the part where she's doing the chorus, Teresa, like, like oh, on up. the song or yeah. the, uh, wait, you mean like, well, yeah, the yeah. Well, in, the, in the, the document I sent you, where oh, it says, yes. just keep yeah, breathing. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, under it, it says, if you want to yeah. read the genius annotation, um, so it's, this is about the just keep breathing and breathing and breathing line for those with anxiety or related illnesses, breathing techniques or meditation are therapeutic and help to manage stress. <laughs> this ties in with the central themes of the song and helps Ariana <laughs> alleviate negative thoughts like likely regarding the trauma she faces in the wake of the attack at her show oh god in her cover story to Al, she said (laughs) when i got home from tour i had really wild dizzy spells this feeling like i couldn't breathe i would be in a good mood fine and happy and they would hit me out of nowhere i've always had anxiety but it never uh it had never been physical before there were a couple of months straight where i felt so upside down Um, should and I keep going? Yeah, yeah. In, 2011. in a 2011 interview with Shape, she revealed that she meditates regularly. Meditation is a great way to keep my body well centered while juggling shooting schedules and recording sessions. That, by the way, when she said that she was like it had never been physical before, I really relate to that because I w- mm-hmm. that was that moment where I discovered that where I was like, right. oh, anxiety stopped being. It used to just be a mental thing, and I could somehow still fall asleep, or you know, I like I just get. Yeah. it's it's so wild because i'm like oh uh, you know i thought i remember that one night when i couldn't fall asleep i was like should i take nyquil and i remember my therapist was like that would have been way worse oh yeah, yeah. That have done shit she's like you either need to take like something high-end that would like knock you right. out yeah. or which i never wanted that scares the shit out of me yeah or like i yeah and i, I it's it and i like that she says that where she's like people tell me to medicate i don't i don't think she does medicate i i don't get a vibe of it but yeah because I, I also feel like people who do take anything like to level out usually we'll talk about it openly they're like yeah i'm on prescription medication and i don't i don't think she does i'm not passing judgment on it but what i mean is like it's really interesting to see someone at that level like yeah because i I think about that i'm like how do i navigate having to work a day job and then going doing these three things like i have to do everything Mm -hmm. in a day and it can be overwhelming i'm like this is a person who has to like do way more is on the line. Totally. Yeah. She's got a lot of stuff going on. It's funny. The physical thing is funny to me because I've only, I've only known anxiety to be a physical affliction for me. Yeah. Like I, re- I retroactively, once I got older, realized that I had been experiencing anxiety since like as far back as I can remember almost like mm-hmm. since I was like five, because I used to get so nervous about things and like I took it as like I'm shy or like whatever and I would like throw up like I would constantly like 
I would be so stressed about something and so tense as a small child and just like throw up at school, like just wouldn't be able to do anything. And then I realized it was like, that's just anxiety. Like my parents took me to a doctor when I was like five. They were like, she keeps throwing up. And the doctor was like, nothing's physically wrong with her, but it's like the eighties. And so they were just like, I don't know, like here's a placebo, like see you later. And I was like, that's so weird because obviously like I needed a therapist. (laughs) Obviously I was five and I was like, can you please help me? Like, (laughs) Something's something's going on, but like so it's it's like anxiety started for me as like a physical thing and then I've I've been able to be like to like deal with it somehow. Like so it's just like a funny thing where I'm like, oh yeah, like that does seem scary if like yeah. You hadn't had it as a physical thing and then you sure. become a, a physical thing. So I'm like, oh, you weren't all barfing when you were in kindergarten? Because, That's well, weird. What, what happened to me was I, I remember I got so stressed out. I had this period where I was like, um, I had to find a new apartment, find a new car, both at the same time, Ugh. which already drains the humanity out of Yeah, absolutely. On top of that, I was going through a breakup and uh, I remember it really physically manifested itself and I... When when I finally got better, it, it it all resolved because all my problems resolved. Yeah, I got the car, I got the apartment. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Time healed the other wound. Yeah, and like, but I remember my next feeling because it, it was the first time I'd ever experienced it in such a physical manifestation mm-hmm. that I remember my next thought was, well, I don't ever want to feel that way again. Yeah. So you just spend every day making sure you're not doing that, and it it th- and that also is terrible because you're yeah. essentially having anxiety about having anxiety. Right. I remember I, right. I saw a GI doctor cause he was like, yeah, everything's physically fine. He's like, it's in your mind. He's like, I don't yeah. know what else to tell you, but like it's in the mind. Yeah. And I was like, and I remember I wouldn't leave the office. I was like, I need another answer. And he goes, I, I have to see another patient, but <laughs> he's like, I, I, I'm already, we're already way past our appointment time. Yeah. Now, but like, he's like, I'm telling you it's, a, it's, it's, it's brain stuff. Like you really gotta, mm. if you're, if you're in therapy, talk to your therapist about yeah. it. And then eventually a very nice comedian gifted me a book called The Divided Mind that mm-hmm. is about mm-hmm. that, about how, like, f- you know, um, your mental health affects your physical health. Yeah. It was Nikki Glaser, by the way. She, oh, like, nice. sent it. She, like, she's, like, text me your address. And literally three days later, this book came from Amazon. That's so nice. It was so nice. So and, like, nice. I was, like, this book is a game changer. Yeah. So. I, I have a theory that um, because uh, anxiety, there's some studies about this, but they're not enough to really... <laughs> Uh, make us in a mainstream thing but i have a theory that anxiety and depression is a form of allergies it's just a mental allergy because when you're that's a good theory i like that and there is some study it's not like out of nowhere it's just that there hasn't been enough research to make this into wide practice but um because i have a lot of allergies i've spent a lot of time with this but um you know when you have an allergy attack whether it's physical or whatever i mean allergies can also affect you mentally but it's basically your immune system right your body thinks it's going to die, but it's mm-hmm. wrong. It just thinks like this tomato is going to kill you or whatever. Right. So a lot of times when you have an anxiety, you feel like you're going to die, you can't breathe, and you um, your body is tricked into thinking that you're in danger when you're not, you know, yeah. when you're just standing at a party or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think they're very clo- very closely related. Like, I think they're both immune, uh, immune system driven. I think it's just one comes out in a mental way and one comes out more physically. Yes, and I, and I think the, 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 the hard part is that we're now in a culture where most of these things aren't, not culture, sorry, I should say, we literally live in a world where with every infrastructure and everything that none of it is, is a real threat, so yeah. to speak yeah. of in a way, like, but because we still have that in our, that I guess the hunter-gatherer thing in our brains and the, the cave mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. it's that your brain still perceives everything as, you know, a cell phone is still a, 
in some ways can be transgressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it can still be a problem. Sure. Yeah. And so it registers what would be like a spear coming at you as a tweet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So that that I think is the other problem uh, with like and and so bringing it back to Ariana too, especially I'm like, well, if that's the anxiety we're getting, what's the pressure of like making an album and a yeah. tour and a thing and like you know, I mean, obviously, look, she also has a lot of money and a lot of people to pay to yeah. help facilitate yeah. these things, but she still I think is driving the car. Yeah, you know? but that's the thing too with like. Talking, not to bring it back to reputation, but talking about like people at that level, like dealing with haters, like I, the level of anxiety I have now, I don't know how I could deal with mm-hmm. thousands of people being like, I hate you. Even if millions are like, I love you. Like right. I, if I get people, one yeah. mean comment on something, I like want to die. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. like, Oh no, don't do this to me. Like uh, get I, out of here. Apparently, uh, you know, with like, I, I know with, specifically with comics they get and this is the only reason i want to be more successful is so i don't have to engage anymore you yeah know what i mean there's yeah. a certain level of success where you finally just can ignore them yeah where you can literally just post to what you need to post and some people yes. will pay, pay an assistant just to copy and paste some yes thing, and and then they don't ever have to get on twitter and i'm like that sounds like the life i know uh-huh. it's my dream <laughs> because that's the thing i feel like you talk to people and it's like like we all live in like a, an existence in LA in this industry of like you have to be extremely online you have to be like putting yep. stuff out you have to like exist and be available f- to like get other work yeah like I can't yeah I, I, I can't count how many things I've gotten just from like being an extremely online person like I'm available yeah. at any moment like people see what I do like see what I'm about like and it's like you have to look at shit like you have to look at bad stuff and it's like oh god just please let me like not have to get work or connections through social media anymore like i just want to get out of that no same (laughs) all i want is to is to be able to pay someone else to post when something's coming out and then have a finsta and (laughs) or or, or, and have like my 50 closest friends follow me on there and i can go you know because if you ever watch like there are so many celebrities it's the cat's kind of out of the bag now yeah. but a lot of celebrities get, have these private accounts totally if you look you'll see who it is they have like they follow 30 people and they're only followed by like 40 yep. people it's yep. wild yep. yeah and it's, cool. it's and i'm like oh that must be so fun they could just like put these things and not have to yes i mean some celebrities just shut off the comments on instagram i know or yeah. julia roberts has my favorite thing which only people she follows can comment so oh, all of her comments nice. are just like Emma Roberts, like, yeah. hey, love you. <laughs> like, and it's like amazing. That's oh funny. my God, yes. that is amazing. I'm like, right. that's my dream. That's <laughs> extremely my shit. Yeah, she's wow. next level. Um, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, before um, we do, though, one thing I do I want to just touch on is, um, so we talked a little bit about the video. I kind of just wanted to do a quick like rundown of it. Yeah. It was, so it was directed by Hannah Lux Davis, who is now directing directed everything from Thank You Next video wise. So mm-hmm. she directed Seven Rings. Oh, interesting. And Thank You Next. I thought she also. I thought I was like, well, this is a new collaboration. Turns out she also directed Love Me Harder and Into You. Those oh, videos. interesting. Yeah. So she doesn't because I thought I know for a long time she <clears throat> would use Dave Myers, mm-hmm. and it turned out that she was also like. It's interesting because a lot of people are like, well, is she doing this as like an empowerment thing mm-hmm. now? And it's like, well, no, she's actually been doing that. For a while. while. Yeah. Yeah. And Hannah Lux Davis, by the way, also directed the Demi Lovato documentary, Simply Complicated. Oh, wow. That came out last year. Interesting. So the 
the description, by the way, at um, on Wikipedia about the um, <clears throat> music video is she. So she apparently, when she released the video, it was she released a fake video. I don't know if you guys remember this. I actually do. She just put out a video of Piggy Smalls. Yes, like, that's right. Oh my god! Just, just doing like a I little, don't remember just, it. That's yeah. so funny. And then the second, and it says here the second, and in parentheses, an actual music video <laughs> shows Grande by a train station with people passing, believed to be about life. <laughs> <laughs> to be believed to be about life, you know, life, everything, um, yeah, yeah, like the movie Life, life itself. Um, I hate oh my that title so believed much. Life, to be itself. About life. Yeah. I know it's a bad, bad um, title. It also shows scenes which includes getting her head, her head in the clouds, and riding a swing set in an oversized jacket, <laughs> believed to be bliss. I love that someone interpreted it so like this is bliss. Um, <laughs> It also just shows, swinging in a cloud. I know. <laughs> blissful. Um, it also shows her in the fog and her over a pile of luggage in the limelight and the long black dress. It also shows, which I think is yeah. great symbolism, like her on top of luggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a big like I'm like that's 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 actually real deep. Yeah, that's not fake deep. And uh, and here's what's really interesting. It also shows a departure sign, including the words needy, remember, and imagine, which are song titles from her upcoming uh. fifth studio album, Thank You, Next, with the exception of Remember, which was either renamed or removed from the final. Oh, interesting. So that, again, I'm like, man, because I, I, this Sweetener, like prior to Sweetener, her album breaks weren't super huge. Mm-hmm. Um, My Everything and Yours Truly, I think, were like a year and a half apart. Not yeah. Even, maybe even a year and then Dangerous Woman was, I think, a year and a half later. It wasn't even two years. This album was two and a half years later. This was like the longest between albums. Mm-hmm. And then Thank You Next is obviously the shortest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it does make me think that they were like going to cut another album. Because Sweetener did, was a riskier album. So I could see if that didn't go the direction they wanted it. Yeah. They would have had this next one ready to go. Is she's like um like the Marvel uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe where she's like planting seeds? Yeah. <laughs> Other music oh my videos. God, that's that's what it yeah. seems like, right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, if you watch like uh, the very first song I ever put out, I always yeah, hinted that like, yeah, she's Thanos like, was going to come yeah, in. Yeah, stay yeah. after the credits. Yeah. And then... yeah, this was always part of the AGU. <laughs> like, that's so um, funny. Um, but I did. I love the video. Um, I, I didn't love it as much. We talked about this on a previous episode, and I know, I know we have to wrap up, but like I remember when we talked about her videos are hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for like, sure. They can sometimes be really artistically cool, and sometimes yeah. they can just be really... But Hannah Lux Davis did Into You, which uh, we've mm-hmm. talked about. I lo- like yeah, I love videos. her stuff. I, I like this no, one because it's Myers just her. I think Into You. No, it says really? here. Really? Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I thought wait, I saw wait, it on his no, website. No, I just like it just because it's like there's so much of just her face. Like she's yeah. just so pretty and I just like like looking yeah, at her yeah. and I was like, oh, this video is delightful. Yeah. I'm just staring at Ariana Grande. <laughs> like this is great. Like, and, and they are all, all the pictures. <clears throat> well, I should say all the images are almost like still pictures. Yeah. Like you yeah. can really get those there. So I, 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 yeah, I like it a lot for the same yeah. reason. Um, all right. Well, I think we covered everything with breathing. Yeah. Um, um, well, I guess we can quickly. I, I have to be in Tarzana at eleven. So, oh, okay. So but, yeah, we'll, wrap but, it. <laughs> we'll wrap it up. But um, but you can cut that out. But um, uh, <laughs> but I just want to quickly say something about this tattoo. That oh yes. we'll end on it. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah then, but time. we should definitely get into this more in another episode. Though. Yes. Like, true. Yeah. Well, I, I just I have to say I it's. There was a very funny conversation you and I had, Eli, yes. <laughs> about it because I was saying like, yeah, it's made me like be like, ah, that's silly, but it happens all the time. And there's this uh, girl who got a tattoo 
a while ago, I don't remember, this is like a new story, where she um, accidentally got Jeremy Lin's name tattooed, like in Chinese. <laughs> and she thought she was getting like Serenity or something. And um, But then she didn't know him, but then she, people told her that. So she was like, I guess I'm his biggest fan. And she tweeted oh it. And then God. he retweeted it. And she was like, and it was supposed to be this spun as this like cute story. Yeah. Like, How quirky. And she was white. Um, of course. Of course. <laughs> and when I told Eli, I was I like, oh, no it's kind thoughts. of funny. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, whatever. At least she owned up to the mistake and made a fun thing. And then Eli was like, yeah, that's one way of looking at it. Or it could just be like, that there's someone getting away with <laughs> appropriating. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's true. Why did she do that in the first place? Like, I don't know. So it, it is like the, Yeah, I know. It's, I just hope, I hope the, the Japanese symbols on white women do not make a comeback. Because then that means Ed Hardy and Von Dutch are right uh, I know. It, I, that, I think that obviously I don't like doing that and I am like good I'm glad that it's messed up whenever people do that because I'm like what are you doing like (laughs) if you don't know the language don't get it tattooed on your body but I do kind of think Japanese barbecue finger is a really funny tattoo to have it is a funny tattoo I'm kind of like glad that's where it went yeah um I like that in her correction because she she did post like I'm uh I'm fixing it yeah she had asked her tutor she did handle it the best way possible yeah no I'm glad she owned up to it she shouldn't have done it in the first place but um the but you know whatever she's famous so she's not gonna think i'm yeah. not excusing her but she's not gonna even she wants to do a thing she's not gonna think of the context she's just yeah. like i want to do a thing <clears throat> yeah but the um the story she had posted that her tutor t- helped her with ha- did fix it but it had a version where she erased where she the positioning of the uh ring and moved it and added the finger before it but instead she made it like she just added the word below it i think yeah. in her mind she's like all the words can go in whatever order right uh, exactly <laughs> and then she added a heart and yeah. i'm like you can't it, that would be like just adding different words yeah. and thinking You're it right. makes a I sentence right. i know so that's why it didn't work and so it's funny because i'm i can just see her being like i asked my tutor and she said this and then going in the studio and be like but it looks better like this yeah totally oh. and but then like not even nicer. listening to nope <laughs> i know my, my i'm just like don't that sentence just don't do it like just don't yeah. do yeah. this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but japanese barbecue finger man that's that's that's, good stuff. that's a better yeah. tattoo than well, seven i'm rings. gonna get that in english on my body <laughs> japanese barbecue finger and whenever i anyone asked they're like what, what do you want to do <laughs> japanese barbecue uh, <laughs> um and by the way we'll see what happens because she's really leaning into the anime thing with seven rings too with the imagery yeah, that she was playing I know. the album's about to drop we'll see what's well, gonna my, happen my theory which i think i'm kind of right on this was my hunch before and now i think it's real when i saw seven rings and it was like oh that's making me uncomfortable because mm-hmm. it's like all sorts of appropriation but my theory was also that she was leaning into the um k-pop asian j-pop mm-hmm. aesthetic because she was getting so much backlash for appropriating black culture instead she got more of it because j-pop and k-pop do also appropriate black culture yeah so her leaning into that for seven rings <laughs> um i think backlash more but that's my theory she's leaning more into asian stuff because i think she thinks will come we won't come for her as much as hip-hop will which is probably true it's absolutely true and and the 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 erasure in in asian culture completely the 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 blowback is never as hard look i mean crazy rich asians there was still a lot of stuff about henry golding remember that was a whole thing that blew over so quickly oh sure and and um and and it's so it's like yeah i don't know i i also think that and i uh, we're going to save this for another episode, but like we were talking about this right before we recorded. I know on Wikipedia it said that two chains 
accused Ariana of plagiarism, and she just straight up was like, "All right, come do the remix." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a lot more to that. So yeah, um, well, we'll all that, get it next time. Um, all that being said, we could have you on for like another hour. <laughs> no, like, thank you so, so much. This yeah, is no, so fun. <laughs> thank you for doing it. And again, your two podcasts. You have uh, get up on this on Earwolf, yep. and then the best of friends. Yep, both We're, are available on iTunes, Spotify. Yes, follow her on um, Twitter. She's very funny. Thank and Instagram. You. It's it's at Aaron it's just Mal- at Aaron Mallory, Mallory Long. Okay. Yeah, on, on all the socials. Yeah, which is just the two socials. Yeah, just the two <laughs> socials. Just the two socials. Don't find are, me on Facebook. That are, as, as we've said on here, are ruining our lives. Yep, they um, are. But we're surviving. <laughs> but come ruin it with us. Uh, uh, so thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, that was a wonderful episode. Aaron was great. I'm sticking by my five high ponytails. <laughs> um, you can follow this uh, podcast at Pod is a Woman. Two S's, two S's on Instagram. Yeah. Um, we also have a Facebook page that just went up. Oh, uh, I didn't know yeah. this. Well, it apparently came with the Instagram page. Oh, so now I'm like, you know what? We're going to make a Facebook page. So if you uh, like that on Facebook, that would be great. And then uh, lastly, you could follow um, me and Teresa on Twitter. At Larissa T. At Eli Olsberg. Those are also our Instagram handles. And uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, if you subscribe to us, if you're listening, please uh, say that you like us. And um, with all that being said, we'll be back next week with the album's going to be oh out. My God. So we're going to talk Can't about wait. No Tears Left to Cry, but we're also going to talk about an incredible, be which should world. be an incredible album. Yeah. Just keep breathing.